Hello, Lily. Hey, Coach L. How you doing? <laughs> I'm here, and I'm grateful. How well, you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so today I would like to talk about and hear your thoughts on um, healing as a Leo sign. Mm-hmm. Um, sun rising and all the above. Moon. Yeah, moon. And then also um, there's different house placements that some people might have Leo as well. And yes. so definitely open to hear any of that if you have perspective. But you being a Leo moon, yes. I think um, you have some personal stake in it. And then also um, just with your knowledge on how Leo shows up in the world. Um, I'd be curious to know, what is it What is it about Leos and healing? What is it that they look for? What is it that they need? Um, what can get in the way? What are some 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 um, inhibitors that can distract a Leo from healing? Mm-hmm. What are some supportive supportive things that can um, move a Leo more steadily towards healing? Mm-hmm. Um, curious about all that. So why don't we we back up a little bit and we can kind of dive in um, to some of the questions that you you just asked here shortly. But let's just get on the same page about what Leo energy is right? What healthy Leo energy is. (laughs) So Leo is a fixed fire. Okay. And so you could think of it as a, as an energy of sustaining light. So what does that mean? Well, it means paying attention, but actually a devotional practice of giving attention. It it means holding up what is noble and just and right and being able to make sure that that those concepts are shown from every angle possible. Um and it's a sign that's often af- affiliated with um children, playfulness and kind of s- some theatrics, okay? I'm not going to you know, say that there's no merit to the whole Leo being dramatic uh, stereotype, but it's based in this concept of sustaining light. It's based in this concept that Leo as a light bearer is also this light maintainer of some sort. And so their duty is to make sure that they're paying a lot of attention to detail around the, the very things that will amplify um, resonance, you know, the, the, and radiance of, you know, a concept or, or a thing, a place, a hobby, maybe a workplace, whatever the, that Leo, there's a lot of, a lot of placements that folks can have. Um, But think about wherever Leo is in your house, um, your, your birth chart, uh, natal house placement of, of Leo energy. So that would be your fifth house. That's where you're going to have a lot of experiences, whether you have planets there or not, around things being amplified and things being resonant. So I'm a Scorpio rising. And so my fifth house is in Pisces. And so I have a lot of hugely amplified dreams, um, hugely amplified Jupiterian and Neptunian 
um, experiences in my life. So everything that you can imagine from believing wild thoughts in my imagination to actually having a disciplined practice as a creative writer. Um, I'm literally telling you stories right now on a podcast. This is one of the ways that that manifests for me. Um, And my moon is in Leo as well. So um, I am in my 10th house. And so I'm also, when I show up with work and I show up in society and with status, um, you know, Capricornian type things, I am able to kind of capture the public's attention in an effective different, effective ways. And so that's like a quick rundown of like healthy Leo energy, you know, what is underneath all of it, which is, you know, this maintenance, this goal of maintaining light, uh, bearing light and sharing light through stories and other things. Um, And so that folks who are listening have an idea also of my perspective and experience with Leo energy and, and where I'm coming from with that. And so if we know that that's the baseline of a healthy Leo, you're asking me about how Leos can heal, right? And that would imply that some Leos out there are not healed. <laughs> I know at some point in time I was unhealed and I'm still in a process of healing myself. Do you have any more specific questions around like, maybe what kind of common things go wrong or like where people find themselves and well to me um everyone is always in a process of i feel healing in this world um i feel like our journey here is um our journey in this world as many people can relate it can be scarring Mm -hmm. um interactions what what you see on the news um and so i guess to me i guess it's almost when i think healing i also think self-defense um, how can we safeguard ourselves? How can Leos safeguard themselves um, when they are out? Let's say uh, a Leo that is a public speaker, or mm-hmm. a Leo that you know is a parent, or a Leo that uh, shows up for family. How can they effectively safeguard themselves? Um, which I do feel like when you effectively safeguard yourself you create space and then that space is a space is a spot where one can actually have the room to heal have the room to whether meditate write um introvert and create practices for oneself right um but yeah i think that's really for me the lens um i'm looking to understand more Mm -hmm. because i feel it's definitely helpful excuse me it's definitely helpful um, for for Leos to understand how to be equipped to mitigate and navigate certain situations. Sure. Um, well, as you were talking, what is coming to mind for me is a really common um, misconception that I've found other major Leo placement folks, you know, Leo rising people, Leo, Leo, um, sun people and other fellow moon, moon and Leo people like me, um, fall into is, um, feeling like they have to use their natural capabilities of radiance, right? Their natural light bearing and, um, light filled communication, um, ways of being in the world, for a cause that's not theirs. I've seen that 
a lot. I've done it myself. And it is really, really not great. <laughs> um, it's bad. It's bad. And some people would be like, what, what do you mean? What if someone's doing it out of, out of the, generos- the generous spirit, right, that Leos are also known for having? What if they're doing it because they know it's, it's the right thing to do or they think nobody else is going to speak out about this injustice that's happening? They're going to use their platform and their light, right, to shine um, more attention and galvanize people around it. Well, the thing is, is that Leo is a fixed sign. And it, that means that all fixed signs, Taurus people, Scorpio people, and Aquarius people as well, need to actually cultivate the truth of what their spirit wants to express and then bring that to the surface. You can't take on other people's problems and try and fix it by throwing money at it, throwing attention at it. You can't take on other people's emotional baggage. That happens a lot, probably with Leo, um, not probably, I've seen it, <laughs> with Leo rising people because Leo rising people have their 12th house or their dream-centered house in Cancer. And so they're wanting to subconsciously be like, let me fix this, let me fix that, and let me give you emotional comfort, you know, and, and try to initiate some emotional comfort by what I'm shining attention to. You know, you can't buy people's affections, you guys. Like, you can't um, shine to cover up things that are going on that aren't great. And when you take on causes that aren't truly yours or that didn't didn't originate with your own spirit, um, it will throw you off your own course. And as fixed signs, it's really important to stay our own course because we evolve and change in our own time. You know, we're not like cardinal signs who can sit back and observe what's going on and then intervene in a like seamless manner with those around them. We're not like mutable signs who actually find purpose through joining with other um with other people and find meaning through that. We can still get that kind of satisfaction, but we get the most satisfaction when we're following our own dreams and then it's up to other people to to follow us or um, take our lead and emulate our, our lead and follow their own dreams too. So yeah, I would warn Leo's listening. If it didn't originate with you, it's not yours to carry. It's not your light to bear. Mm-hmm. It's not your light to maintain. Um, that could be as simple as like going to the store. You, I mean, we've been to the store together and, and somebody wants to talk to me and I feel obligated. Oh, hi, how are you? And I put on this whole voice and I, I am super animated and I'm super accommodating. But like, the truth is I didn't show up at this store so I could just make a bunch of small talk with all these people. Like, I'm there to do what I'm there to do. I'm there to pick up what I need to pick up. And I'm not trying to like, you know, if I'm on a mission, I need to be on that mission and I need to not let other people co-op me off of that mission. You know, small talk isn't evil, but you know what I'm, and that's a small example. Sounds of, like it could be like an abuse of power or a misuse of, you know, Leo, Leo, um, um, energy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because people see the light and they want it for themselves. And that's been a big, big experience in my own life is people seeing my light 
wanting a little bit of shine for themselves. I mean, look at Beyonce. Beyonce is a Leo rising. Everybody wants these goddamn Renaissance visuals. <laughs> Everybody wants the visuals from her last latest album. And she's about fed up. Mm. I just saw to me the other day. She was like, you are the visuals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she just pursed her lip. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, she is sick of us. <laughs> she is done. Because why? She has grown weary and, and over, you know, gotten over the shining light on things that she feels obligated to do because she knows that it's expected of her. She's going to shine the light on the things that she wants to shine the light on in her time. Mm. <laughs> She's not going to be playing around with us, like going back and forth with us about anything because she creates the aura that she wants to, you know, on her terms. And that's a very healthy Leo energy. Mm, yeah. You said a good thing there. You said it's, it's when it's on the third time. Yes. Um, and yeah, that, that sounds like a very crucial piece um, on, on your time, on your will. Um, yeah. With your expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very effective way to navigate um, this realm and yeah, outsourcing that. I can see how that could cause a lot. It's like having a, a really good talent, but then not using that talent for myself. Mm-hmm. I have a good talent, which is like, I can cook a great meal that can nourish me. Mm-hmm. But then I spend my whole life cooking meals to nourish everyone else. Mm, yes. Because they love it. And yeah, it makes me look great. But then you get praise. I get oh. the praise. I love the praise. But then I'm over here dying. I'm over here starving. <laughs> and then it starts to affect what I can do. And then I run to disappointment of people you know, not giving me the praise because I'm struggling now to perform. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I, the key message is like, yeah, perform for ourselves, And then other people can be the recipient of what we give ourselves, but not, they're not the primary reason. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking of, um, Praise, the concept of praise, right? You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, just Leo's, everything is always about them and they need praise and they need, they're just high maintenance and they're this and that. And it's like, well, Leo is also the sign of royalty. It's the sign of nobility. And the energy of nobility isn't necessarily shine or attention. It's actually duty, it's duty, it's responsibility, right? That's why I started off talking about being a sustainer of light. And so when you feel, as a Leo, um, the innate responsibility to show up for other people, the innate responsibility to shine light on them, to accentuate the things that um, about, about them that maybe other people haven't seen or other people haven't praised, you know, other people haven't noticed, you know, everything... Nothing escapes a Leo. You're going to, everything comes to the light. You know, if the Leo's paying attention, they're going to see. If the Leo is paying attention to themselves, they're absolutely paying attention to you. Um, and they're super perceptive. And one of the things that can happen is we, and we take on this duty, right? Just like you're talking about, that you're cooking meals <laughs> for everybody else. 
you're getting all this praise and whatever, you know, accomplishments, accolades. No amount of external praise is ever going to be enough to a Leo who doesn't know how to praise themselves. You know, you think about cats who groom themselves, right? They like lick, lick on themselves and stuff like that. Like we're, we're lions, we're just big cats. So every cat grooms themselves. Like very rarely have I seen people be like, yeah, I had to give the cat a bath. No, the cat, <laughs> the cats groom themselves. They are self-sustaining entities. And so when Leos get into relationship, get into, you know, whether that be friendship, family, um, romantic, otherwise, and then they outsource some of that praiseworthiness or they, they outsource some of that grooming, that um, preening and like fussing over themselves to somebody else. It's, re- it's a recipe. It's a very dangerous thing. Um, because that is an innate thing that the Leo needs to be able to learn how to do on their own. And a lot of times parents, hey, if you're a parent of a Leo kid, you need to make sure that that kid has the space and and is being able to be taught how to do that. You need to model that for your Leo kids. You model what it what does it mean to take care of oneself? What does it mean to be autonomous? What does it mean to honor your own opinion and your your the calling that you feel on your life because one thing about all the fixed signs is that um their capacity to be authentic to themselves oftentimes comes down to if they've seen it modeled with folks around them um and but but that's what our souls yearn for is to be able to be autonomous and so you know i know that when i accepted the responsibility of oh wow, nobody's really, nobody's going to love me the way that I'm really going to love me. It's going to be on me. I can't look for this love that is never ending well of light and love outside of myself. Once I accepted that, I literally met you the next day. (laughs) So the love of my life, right? (laughs) Because I knew that you know, your love was going to be complementary to whatever love I have for myself. Yeah. You know, your love isn't my source of love. Yeah. It's a mirror. Yeah. It's a mirror of the fire within me that mm-hmm. is always burning. We should always see ourselves and the people around us. Absolutely. If we can't see ourselves, then we're basically giving ourselves away. <sighs> yes. Yes. And I have done that. It is trash. I know for the Leos listening, how many of the Leos listening, you know, we can't see you all, you know, but you can raise your hand, you know, if you want, if you're listening in the car, if you're listening on a jog, wherever you're listening. Um, How many of all of you listening have gotten into uh, any kind of relationship with someone who then becomes like a crack addict with the kind of attention that you're able to give? And so all of a sudden you know, over time, it's not, maybe not all of a sudden, maybe it's gradual, right? Maybe they're like an actual leech of a person and they're over here and they're, they're calling you, they're texting you. You're not, you're not responding enough. You're not doing this enough. You're not showing up enough. And it's like very dehumanizing, you know, the experience of being a light bearer and being radiant and having the brilliant 
just radiance to fill up a whole room. Some people look at that and are like, I would like more of that for me. Thank you. (laughs) And so how many of us have dealt with scenarios where because we maybe hadn't been practiced enough with our own um, light maintenance routines and our own like kind of preening routines and praise routines inside of ourselves, we let other people take advantage of us. We let other people over rely upon us or become codependent on us because we thought that's what our, our value was. Nope. We got to cut that out. We're, we're saying no to all the leeches, the light leeches. Nope. We're done with them. (laughs) We're done with them because we need enough light inside of ourselves so that once our cup overflows, we can pour, we can pour into others from a full, full place. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> oh, that was that was good. I'm like, this is coming from personal experience. This is a personal episode, you guys. <laughs> that was good. I think a lot of a lot of people can definitely um, take some lessons from that and 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 know that they're not alone. And you know, we're always here to communicate and touch on the things that maybe people around them don't feel comfortable talking about. Because uh, we're all here in this experience on the, in this world to to learn, to grow, and sometimes to mind our own business too. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes minding our business means we're just taking time to recognize ourselves that we also exist here, and that yes. we also have needs, and that we also need to be cared for. Yes. And the best person to care for me is myself. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, a lot of Leo people end up being labeled the strong friend. <laughs> um, people with major Leo placements, and you got to check on your strong friends. You guys, like, the strong friends have to put down the mantle of being the strong friend sometimes as well, and saying, "Well, where do I need support? Where do I need help? Where could I be living in better?" alignment with myself with and what can I just let go of and being honest about every step of the way in your journey. You know, one of the most inspiring Leos um, to me I met recently is um, a business owner and, you know, does a lot of work, community work as well and volunteering, but mostly her what I most respect about her is her honest commitment to stewarding the light of within herself. Um, she's a Leo son. And so being able to ensure that she stewards the light within herself has led her to being able to make a lot of other opportunities for other people to shine. And that is just to me, peak healthy Leo status um we all have things that we struggle with we all have things we're learning and unlearning like you said earlier we're all in a state of healing (laughs) um and and for her the way that her creative expression and her light um emits it's it's strong enough and bright enough to kind of set the stage for lots of other people and, and light up a lot of other people too. And I just so respect that. Um, you know, for me, my light has been emitting lately 
via my own writing practice, my and and getting more serious about getting in touch with the divine light that I have within and talking about my egoic follies and being really honest with myself about what those experiences are so that they actually happen less and less, right? I want to hide away and harm myself less and less um, through over-consuming media or overeating or drinking too much, um, which were my ways of coping, right? I mentioned to you all earlier, I have fifth house in Pisces. So when I don't get my way, when I am angry or I am wanting to be fixated on a dream that I have and I'm not getting the support from other people on it, um, I withdraw. I withdraw into this world of illusions. And over the past few months, I've come to terms with a lot of that behavior and have slowed it down significantly by telling myself new stories. So I would ask everybody, you know, wherever Leo hits in your chart, whether you have it sun, moon, rising, or you have um, it in a different space in your chart, I would ask, what new stories are you telling yourself about that area of your life? You know, quick, you know, I, I would ask you too, you know, you have Leo in your 11th house as a Libra rising. What new stories are you telling yourself about the social impact that you want to have in the world, about the social, the fabric of your social relationships that are meaningful to you, you know, community, um, you know, striving to make an organized, a more organized approach at maybe building community of sorts. You know, are you telling yourself new stories? Are there new possibilities and new, new, new light? Is there new light that's wanting to express for you? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, It's, it's the root of my will, you know, Mm. making sure I tell myself the story that I want to see come to pass Mm -hmm. in my life. And it's important. Um, and yeah, sometimes I catch myself wanting to take the stories that the world throws my way and say, that's just what it should be. But, um, the biggest thing is, yeah, taking time to ask myself what I want my story to be, what I want it to look like. Am I happy with that? And Mm -hmm. if I am, then I move forward on it and I direct it. Um, I co-star in it. I, I, I star in it. You know, yes. it's I'm every role. Yes. And then as I fulfill those roles in my life, there will be people that can come on and take on roles. But I need to fill all the roles first. That way I have an idea on how I want those roles to be filled in my story. Do I need another protagonist? Do I need supporting cast? I need to I need to, I need to know for myself first. If not, you don't want to bring someone on your set onto your stage and um, they basically tell you how to do your own story. And Mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, not ideal. Mm -mm. Not ideal at all. I'd say that folks who have um, Leo placements in, um, in all the mutable houses need to watch out for that the most. Um, you have it in a fixed house, 
um, of the eleventh house, which is Aquarius, usually. So you sh that it's helpful because um, um, it has a similar mod modality, but it can be difficult for folks who feel really drawn to co-create with others and who maybe need a mechanism for filtration, right? Filtering out like what is what is the best story here? What is the best way for me to be part of this larger production of carrying the light forward? Um, and I would say to all of you who are, you know, wondering how you can how you can optimize your whatever Leo placements you have, um, check out our website. You know, we have resources on there, um, downtoearthastrology.com. And, and learn, you know, learn about and sit with what new stories are coming up for you this Leo season. You know, we have a whole host of other podcasts too <laughs> going through the themes, the major themes of Leo season um, that hopefully you can move through. And, you know, hopefully this is, this is helpful content for folks. Um, but yeah, Leo sun, moon rising folks, especially know that your light and the story that you want to tell is enough. You don't need to share the stage with anybody else. You don't need to share the stage with other folks. Um, because you feel like that's where you get your self-worth. You already have everything that you need to be able to live a meaningful life and carry the light within you to the people who want to hear it. Um, take it from me, I'm literally talking into the ether. You know, whoever is listening, I don't know you personally, <laughs> but I have been obsessed with astrology uh, for close to the past eight years. And just in the past few months, I have come into a space of having faith in my own stories, my own storytelling ability. You know, the fact that you're listening, hope I'm, I'm hoping that it's helping you, but it's a reminder to me, it's a validator to me that if one person is listening and is about this, then I've done what I came here to do, which is to show up and share the light that's within me and to remind you that yours is amazing and that we need your light too. Other thoughts, Coach L? No, this is great. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like heavy on talking. It was like less like back and forth in Q&A, but. No, it's fine. The whole The whole point of this was to get your understanding on what it is to be a Leo and go through some of these challenges. Um, yeah. And so there's no reason to hijack your storytelling oh, when I'm looking to hear your story. <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still building confidence, building, building resilience. We all are. Yeah. That's, we're not done until we're done here. That's the journey. Mm -hmm. Stay learning. Yeah. Till next time. All right. Peace. <laughs>